Hello, welcome to the podcast, Let's Get Real, Candid Conversations About Relationships. My name is Thalia Lozano. I'm the Bilingual Prevention Specialist here at South Valley Services. For today's episode, I am actually super excited um, for the topic. Um, I will be discussing Domestic Violence Awareness Month um, because October is um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And so um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month um, helps shed light on issues that affects millions of people worldwide and um, provides support and resources for survivors um, while advocating for change and creating a world where violence is not tolerated. So it is such a large issue and Domestic Violence Awareness Month allows us um, as nonprofit workers to really bring awareness to domestic violence and how large of an issue it actually is. So for today, um, starting off, I would like to go into statistics so that way you can get a really good understanding of how um, many people are actually affected by domestic violence. So one in three people will experience domestic violence in their lifetime. Um, So that is just a generic number. So like one in three men, one in three women, one in three non-binary people so um will experience domestic violence in their lifetime and then in 2019 there are about 37,000 victims of domestic violence reports to police in utah um and then the national domestic violence hotline received over 8,887 calls and about 40 to 50 percent of utah's homicide cases are related to domestic violence so such a large number um to really think about right so this is for the entire state not nationwide, but literally just for Utah. 40 to 50% of their cases are related to domestic violence. And then in 2020, there was an increase in 13% of domestic violence incidents. And then whenever I talk about statistics, I always try to remind people that um, domestic violence is one of the most underreported crimes. Um, so these statistics, though they are pretty high, um, they only represent the reported crimes. So if we were to include unreported um, it would probably be even a larger number because domestic violence is so huge so and something that's occurring so often in, in Utah, but also nationwide. Um, in one of the beginning episodes, I really um, took a deep dive as to what abuse is and how um, there are different forms of abuse, right? Because um, when I go out and I teach um, classes or youth, I always um, tell them, like, you know, domestic violence can be physical and that's like what a lot of people automatically think of but it can also be emotional it can be financial abuse it can be spiritual abuse you know there are different types of abuse it's not just physical and so i want everyone to remember that when they're thinking about domestic violence that um victims go through different forms of abuse um and it's not just physical which though it can be um there are different types of abuse that they have gone through And so for today's topic, since it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month topic, I wanted to go over some myths and then discuss like facts, like how it is a myth and what the actual truth is. So um, the first myth is actually kind of what I just talked about, but um, domestic violence is only physical abuse, right? So there are actually so many different types of abuse. Um, The ones that we really go over, financial, spiritual, emotional abuse, um, sexual abuse, things like that, um, because there are different types of abuse. It's not just one type. It's not just just physical. Um, and then the second myth is that domestic violence can only happen in communities 
or um, economic um, status um, in certain economic statuses. So um, domestic violence does not discriminate race. So it can happen to any race, any sexuality, any um, economic background. Like it can happen to literally anyone. Um, And so it's all about power and control, right? So um, it doesn't matter whether you're in a higher income area oh um domestic violence will never affect you that's not true um we just did a training at south valley services where we just had a character card and we each went through the character and we each got to understand their domestic violence story and my character actually um was a lawyer in a really really large law firm um in their state so like i said does not discriminate can happen to anyone Um, The next myth is that domestic violence is a private matter and should not be discussed. Um, Not true. Um, That's why it's a myth. But it is important to really speak out and speak up about domestic violence, right? Because a lot of times victims are super scared um, to go to anyone about, you know, the abuse that they've been experiencing or that they've been going through this. So it's important to discuss about domestic violence and discuss how important it is to reach out for help. So that way, those that are going through a domestic violence situation can really feel um, the power and the opportunity to go to a shelter or go to a provider that helps domestic violence victims or anything like that. Um, another myth is that it is easy for a domestic violence victim to leave their abuser. So this is one that I actually um, hear often um, when I am teaching is, oh, well, why don't they just leave their abuser? Which, you know, um, sometimes it can be that easy. They can just up and leave. But a lot of times they've been with this person for years, right? And they've um, financially depended on this person maybe or they don't have access to their um, finance accounts because um, that person ask for access to all of that or they don't know how to get a job or they don't have a phone um things like that and so it can take someone um statistics show that takes someone seven times before they actually leave their abuser um because there are just so many barriers when it comes to leaving um and even getting access to financial needs or like their doc documents like birth certificate things like that um because abusers love to have that power and control over that person so sometimes they withhold that information or things from the victim and so those were the myths um that i had today um as i stated myths and misconceptions can be harmful and prevent victims from seeking help so it's really important to understand like that what the truth is and the reality of domestic violence and how to educate the community because you know it isn't easy leaving a domestic violence relationship it it can be super difficult like emotionally like literally financially it can be super difficult for someone and it's not easy at all and so this next segment i wanted to go over was victim shaming or victim blaming um i talk about this when i go to um schools with youth um, because a lot of times, um, victim blaming, um, well, it can happen to any age group, but it happens so often. And so I really wanted to give a definition of what victim shaming actually is. So victim shaming is the act of blaming or criticizing the victim of a crime, right? So it makes the victim, um, question or question their actions, beliefs, or like clothing, implying that they somehow contributed to the crime or are responsible for the perpetrator's behavior. Um, 
one um, victim shaming and I often see is um, with sexual assault. Like, oh, why did they wear that piece of clothing, right? It is not um, for you to blame the victim. Um, and it's not um, at their fault at all. And so it's important to remember to not shame someone when they come forward about their abuse, right? Like if someone comes to you and they've been with their abuser for years and you're like, well, why don't you just leave them? It can be so hard for a victim of domestic violence to finally leave their abuser. And so, like I said, it is essential not to victim shame or blame because it can harm survivors and it sends the message that they're to blame for the abuse um, that they've suffered and a lot of times it makes them not want to come forward about their abuse, right? Because they're like, oh, no one's going to believe me. They're just going to say I'm at fault. And that's totally not true. It's important to create that safe space for victims to come forward about the abuse that they've gone through because it is so important that they seek help and are able to feel safe. So, and there's so many amazing resources um, nationwide, actually, and in Utah. Um, but I wanted to focus um, on Utah since um, that is where South Valley Services is located. Um, but South Valley Services, obviously an amazing resource for those that have experienced domestic violence um, or are experiencing domestic violence. Um, we have an emergency shelter um, for anyone that is high risk. Um, we help men, women, and children. Um, and we also offer support groups. Um, some support groups are open to the public. Um, and then we also offer free um, 10 weeks of free therapy for anyone that's at the shelter. And we also have resource centers located all across Salt Lake County um, at local libraries where those that um, aren't at the shelter can still get access to our resources. So that can mean getting housing, um, financial help, like anything like that. And then there's the Utah Link line, which was created by the Utah Domestic Violence Coalition. And it's a free hotline. Anyone can call. It's 1-800-897-5465. And so anyone that's going through a crisis or going through something can really um, call and get the help that they need because it's super important. And then the YWCA is um, very similar to SVS, emergency shelter, crisis intervention, and other services. Um, they're an amazing um, resources, resource. They're another domestic violence shelter here in Utah. And then the Utah Office for Victim of Crime um, offers resources and financial assistance to victims of all types of crime. Um, so a lot of times um, people that are victims of a crime don't even know that they can receive help, like financial help for paying for their bills, like um, because of the crime that they went through. And then um, they also offer counseling and just other services to help um, and get access to those resources. Um, and then... Um, the next thing I wanted to go over was how does, um, social media take part, um, with bringing awareness, right? Like how does even like posting about domestic violence, um, awareness month even change anything, right? Um, so I want to say it was October 19th, um, was domestic violence um awareness month purple thursday and so um a lot of domestic violence shelters in utah and nationwide um wore purple to show support for domestic violence victims and i actually did too because um a lot of people will s would see my boyfriend and i matching and be like oh you guys are matching like that's so cute and I'd be like yeah 
and it's because it's domestic violence awareness month and this is why it's so important that you um bring awareness to this topic and things like that and so spreading information and allowing people to share that information and resources is so huge right like a lot of times um victims don't know what resources are available to them and so being able to get access to that information and those resources are super valuable for them and then it also encourages conversation about domestic violence right so it allows people to discuss their own stories or their own experiences or something that they've been through or hear other people's stories and think like wow like there's like they've been through so much and i want to bring awareness to domestic violence and then advocacy and activism right so organizing campaigns raising awareness starting petitions to really um talk about like laws and stuff like that that you know could potentially um protect domestic violence victims even further and then overall just showing support for um victims of domestic violence and everything that they've been through and things like that and so so the last thing I wanted to go over was how to be an ally for someone who is a domestic violence survivor, right? So you know someone um, maybe in your family or your friends or who knows, um, someone that you know or a coworker that's been through domestic violence, right? And you're like, well, I don't know how to help them. I don't know how to support them in the way that maybe they feel comfortable with. Number one, listening, right? So it's important to just listen and take their experiences seriously. Like I said, do not victim blame. Um, talk to them about what they've been through, like, and really understand and feel em- and get empathetic, right? You do not have to be a counselor, but a lot of times people just love that you would be there to listen, and then offer support. Be there for the person. Let them know you're there to support them. Um, my best friend and I actually do this thing where it goes, "How can I support you?" So we in detail say maybe i need words of advice or maybe i just need to rant to you like something like that right so finding the ways to support them that they feel the most supported and then educating yourself learn about domestic violence the warning signs like what does it look like what can it look like because a lot of times people um are like oh my gosh i didn't even know you were going through that right and so because a lot of times it can be silent it can be behind the scenes of a relationship with someone and so it's important to really look into those warning signs and what to look out for and so that way you can better help your friends family or people that you know and then um educating yourself about what resources are available right um i encourage anyone that doesn't even um want to work with domestic violence victims to even know what resources are, are available to them because you never know how you can help someone right like someone comes to you and they're like i'm going through this i don't really know where to go who to reach out to and you're like well actually i've heard of svs and they're an amazing resource and you can actually um go online and you know get access to their hotline something like that and so it's important to really educate yourself about what resources are available to survivors and then the last one, speak out against abuse um, and advocate for pol- uh, for um, programs to support survivors. It's really important to speak out and show your support. So that way, those that maybe are going through something know that they can come to you um, about this abuse that they've been going through. And so, yeah, that is everything I wanted to discuss for today's episode regarding Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, I'm super excited for the next um, couple topics I've decided to discuss, but um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month is so important and so special to my heart, so I really wanted to touch um, touch on it because, you know, a lot of people don't even know that October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and, you know, 
educating yourself and showing your support and literally wearing purple and posting on social media can help so many survivors feel seen and feel heard and feel like supported and so thank you so much for tuning in today and discussing domestic violence awareness month and you know it's important to remember that domestic violence is a problem but together we can make a difference and we can better the community and better our state and so it's important to remember that together we can end the cycle of violence and create a world where everyone feels safe and valued so um like i said social media uh, learning those warning signs um advocating for people so important and so um thank you so much for tuning in today and i look forward to our next episode if you or someone you know in the state of Utah is experiencing domestic violence, please call our 24-hour hotline at 801-255-1095. For more information, go to our website at svsutah.org. If you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence outside of Utah, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 800-799-7233.